Hey, what is up, guys? Welcome back to the Life on the Rest podcast. I hope you all are having a great day so far. Um, MBNF is arguably one of the leading independent watch manufacturers or watchmakers out there. They obviously are um, one of the leaders in um, creative ways of telling time and um, high finishing when it comes to the, the machines that they create. Their watches are not for everyone. They definitely are um, not your typical very atypical designs in their horological machines and their legacy machines. Uh, this last week, uh, MBNF celebrated their 10-year anniversary for their legacy machine line. Back in October um, 2011, they released their first legacy legacy machine, legacy machine number one, and they decided that they were going to mark the 10-year anniversary of that release by releasing the Legacy Machine X. And so what I thought I would do is talk through this watch and what it means to MBNF, to watchmaking, and really to me, because if you know me or if you follow Life on the Wrist, you know that I'm a huge fan uh, of MBNF. It's one of my favorite brands, um, period. Um, I, find, I, find, I find their designs super innovative. I like the fact that they're not your typical um, your typical watch designs and they're super super avant-garde which i think is really cool and so what i'll do is i'll talk through the lmx talk through the legacy machine line a little bit and then um and then give you my thoughts on on what this watch kind of means to to watch to watch making the watch community and kind of to me personally um if you are not following us on on our website or on our youtube channel you will know that this week is all about mbnf we released on yesterday uh, on Monday, we released um, our video where we covered the Legacy Machine X, and so I'm doing the same thing in this podcast. Later this week, we have a really awesome article coming out about um, MBNF, and so I encourage you to stay tuned for that. Um, I'm super excited, and I'm still in the process of kind of going through it, but I'm really excited to release that, so stay tuned for that if you're interested. I'll also put a link to our uh, blog where we cover the, the Legacy Machine X um, in the show notes, so be sure to check that out. Also, if you are new to the Life Runners podcast, be sure to hit that subscribe button or follow us. We're on just about any um, any uh, podcasting platform, so you can check us out on any of those. So like I said, this was in celebration of the Legacy Machine line, which was launched 10 years ago. In October 2011, MBNF released their first Legacy Machine, which was the LM1. This is a fairly iconic watch within the Legacy Machine line. It uh, was the first time where we saw MBNF release a watch with a flying balance wheel. Interestingly enough, Max, in, in, one, in an interview that I listened to about the LM1, he was saying that he actually wanted uh, the watch to be part of the... Uh, he wanted the, this, the LM1 to actually be an HM, a horological machine, but he just couldn't figure out the designs for it, so he was like, um, you know, I'm going to make a round watch, which is not something that they typically did. Everyone kind of hailed MBNF because they were not the standard you know, round watch with hours and minutes hand, but it was the first watch that they released with a flying balance wheel. And then um, it had two, two, two dials on it, one at um, kind of towards nine o'clock or where typically nine o'clock is and one at three o'clock. And those are independent um, time zones, not split by an hour or 30 minutes. It was two completely independent time zones that you could set. Um, and then when you turn the watch over, um, there was a, an extremely beautiful um, hand finished movement that uh, was uh, an absolute masterpiece. It really reminisced, it made you think of um, kind of the, the uh, 
uh, pocket watches that were made a hundred years ago. And and Max has kind of gone over kind of the inspiration of the the Legacy Machine line, and has said that it's really what he would he started thinking about time travel and thinking about what he would create if he had MBNF a hundred years ago. Um, and so that's where a lot of the design kind of elements come in, in, into play. Stay tuned for our article where we kind of dive a little bit more into, into that kind of idea. And so last week they released the LMX. They had a really awesome launch event, which I'll, I'll discuss a little bit too, but Max kind of describes the LMX as the LM1 on steroids. Um, it's an incredibly, uh, an absolutely incredible piece <laughs> to, to say the least. So to describe the, to describe the watch a little bit, um, the LMX basically has, again, the, it's like the LM1, it has two independent time zones on two different subdials, but instead of the dials being flat, the porcelain white subdials being flat, um, what they've actually done is tilted them up 50 degrees. This 50 degree um, tilt uh, is very reminiscent of the LM Flying T and the LM Thunderdome, which are some of the more recent LMs that MBNF has, has released. Um, the flying balance wheel that they've they've put in here has um, has been upgraded to use an inertia block. So for for the watchmakers out there, that that's really a, a an innovative uh, move. It's also really incredible to see how high this flat flying balance wheel is. Um, if you actually look at it um, from the profile view, you can see this really really tall um, um, balance wheel. Um, just sitting sitting up there and then obviously you have that um, those bridges that kind of hold up that balance wheel and um, this is obviously reminiscent of the the Eiffel Tower which was the inspiration behind this design during the LM1 um, and then one of the other kind of complications on this watch is a power reserve indicator and again this is a vertical power reserve indicator so it moves up and down as the power reserve um, waxes and wanes but what's really innovative about this is it's a three-dimensional hemispheric power reserve that you're able to rotate. So you can either see um, the seven days uh, uh, indicator or you can see the day of the week um, for this power reserve indicator. And there's actually a crown that allows you to move or, or to rotate this um, kind of hemispheric power reserve indicator, which I think is the first of this kind. I can't think of a watch that I've seen that has something similar, but if there is, let me know. I'd love to kind of, kind of hear about it. And then the other thing that I thought was really, really cool about this, this watch is um, unlike many of the other LMs that they made, or unlike some of the, um, or unlike the LM1, what MBNF has actually done is they've put three, um, they put three large uh, gears or wheels on the actual dial, which is bringing a little bit more of the movement up into kind of what's visible on the dial. If you look at the LM1, you basically have complete separation between the regulating the the balance wheel, the regulating system, and then um, the rest of the movement, which I thought was kind of interesting. Um, and so they actually have three wheels here, and the three three wheels, one which is between the two um, the two the two um, time zone discs, that one actually moves as the seconds um, kind of uh, progress. And then the other two uh, wheels are changed, uh, kind of, uh, they, they, they will move when you actually start changing the, the time on the dials, which I think is really cool. It kind of puts you a little bit more, you know, when, when you see a balance wheel, you can kind of feel the beating heart of the watch, but then with those wheels and being able to see those in motion, 
I think that again like gets you a little bit more connected to more of the mechanics of the watch which I thought, thought was um, I thought was really cool when you turn the watch over you're gonna see this really kind of modern finishing on this piece it's not it's very different than the um, than the LM1 finishing which is a very uh, I'd say kind of classic but this time this watch has a very uh, like a darker color finishing to it um, and is powered by three mainspring barrels, which are obviously super highly finished, but that, that allows for this watch to have that seven days of power reserve that it, that it currently has. Um, the watch comes in a couple different case metals. I believe one is red gold. The other one I believe was platinum, um, which I thought was uh, fairly standard for, for MBNF watches, but I, again, it's, it's really, really, um, really beautiful, beautiful pieces. Um, so that's a little bit about the watch. Um, the launch event was really cool. They actually had a a live. Um, they had a uh, um, a live stream on YouTube where M uh, Max uh, went through the watch and kind of explained um, explained uh, some of the inspiration behind the Legacy Machine line, and then went through some of the the kind of key components of the of the watch itself, which I thought was um, which I thought was really cool. Um, it's nice that, you know, in a, in a, in an environment that, that, um, that is a, a kind of a remote kind of experience. It, it was cool to see, um, that they, that they were, um, able to, uh, still launch a watch and, and ha make it a really cool thing. Caris was part of the, the launch as well, who ca he kind of fielded a lot of questions from the live stream and asked Max a, a bunch of them. But I thought it was just really, really cool that they were able to do the live stream. I really felt a little bit more part of, of the launch as well, um, which was which I thought was um, which I thought was really great. Obviously, Instagram was all over this piece. Uh, it was really cool to see the 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 reception. I actually went on their eShop to see if there were any of these available, and when I checked, um, they were all gone. So you had to join a waitlist in order to to get one, which I think shows that uh, the the watch collectors and watch enthusiasts definitely kind of um felt good about this release from 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 max and and, and the the friends that he he shared with this um moving on just to kind of the legacy machine and kind of you know my thoughts about it obviously the legacy machine line max kind of talks about this is really to um is to really pay tribute to or um show appreciation for the legacies of the watchmakers that were that came before us a hundred years ago, because really everything that we do now, when it comes to watchmaking, it stems from those kind of a hundred, you know, a hundred years ago when when watchmaking really, you know, came to life and people were uh, innovating and, and coming up with these crazy designs. So, from for me, I think it, a legacy machine, especially this uh, legacy machine X, I think it. Um, looks back at the at the watchmakers that really were the foundation for the thing that we really enjoy and the reason why I'm talking about watches right now. Um, so that's kind of like, I guess, the one of the, the great things about the Legacy Machine line. But what I also really love about it is um, this is also the Legacy Machine line and specifically just kind of MBNF in general is really paying tribute or, or making sure that people know that of the watchmakers who do incredible things um, when it comes to watchmaking, those who are super, super talented, making sure that they have some sort of legacy or some sort of um, platform to show their talent. And I think MBNF Max has really made that a, a real big point. That's why MBNF is called Max, Max Boozer and Friends. Um, 
because the friends are really what he wanted to focus on because there are so many talented watchmakers out there and he wanted to provide them with a platform um, to, to do that. And I think for me, it's, it's, it's basically being able to pay tribute to the watchmakers before us, but also the watchmakers that make these machines possible. And that kind of stamps a, a mark in history for the legacy of those watchmakers who are, um, who are doing incredible things today. Um, obviously, you know, the Legacy Machine line will be part of MBNF's legacy, but I think it pays tribute to those before us and, and really brings to life the, the, the incredible things that people can do now. What do I think of the MBNF uh, Legacy Machine X? I, I think it comes as no surprise. I, I'm absolutely enamored with it. I really like the subtle changes that, that are made. It definitely doesn't look like a Legacy Machine 1. It has similar design elements, but there's enough change that it really um, shows me some, some incredible um, some incredible development for, for the Legs Machine line. Um, <clears throat> I like the fact that he brought some of the movement a little bit more up, having those gears, uh, the wheels on the dial. I think, again, um, like brings a little bit more of the movement up and, and kind of makes you connect with the movement a little bit more. Um, as far as like the some of the other design elements, um, I think it's quite interesting that the two dials were kind of tilted at that 50 degree angle. One of the th questions that was asked during the live stream was, you know, are you able to actually read the time on both of the subdials at the same time? And what they actually did was they wrote MBNF on one of the dials and LMX on the other dial. And that allows for you to orient to where 12 o'clock actually is on the dial, which is something that they were, they found, I guess, through R&D, through their R&D process was difficult to do when you, um, without those kind of, um, those, um, those cognitive cues of you know how the orientation of the dial really is. So I thought that was uh, fairly interesting to to kind of look at. Um, I'm super excited about this watch, uh, as I always am with with new MBNF pieces. Um, it's pretty hard for me not to get excited if I'm completely honest. Um, you know I really love everything that they do, and and um, and it's 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 really beautiful. Uh, really beautiful piece. I encourage you to take a look at it. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to take a look at the. Um, the article and our video on YouTube where we cover this piece. Um, that way you can see some more pictures and, and videos because I, I know it's, I'm describing it to you, but it can be kind of difficult to, um, to imagine it. Um, but hopefully those pictures and images on our, on our article and our, um, our YouTube video will help you kind of understand that. I want to say a big congratulations to MBNF for, for another incredible launch, an incredible piece that has obviously captured the imaginations and um, and uh, those who are interested in watches have really, obviously, there's some great reception around it. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what, what's happening, what's going to happen next. Um, what was really interesting, and I thought was maybe a hint at something that may happen soon, is Max was asked in the live stream, he was asked, um, will there be final editions for some of the other legacy machines? And what he said was, um, no. Uh, he would not do final editions for the LM2 or any of the other pieces that, that he had created. Just for some context, um, the LM1, there was a final edition that was released. And um, Max kind of explained it this way. He said, by doing a final edition, it makes it's, it basically closes your opportunity to do anything else with that design in the future. So... It, by doing a, a final edition for the LM1, he can't go back to that design and say, hey, let me change it up this way and, and make it a little bit different um, 
you know, you can't do that because you've done a final edition. And so I think what he was kind of portraying there is that perhaps that's something that's going to happen with some of the other LMs, or at least he wants to have the opportunity to go back to one of the designs and iterate on it and create something a little bit different, but really use the legacy machine um, designs as kind of the, the base plate, if you want to call it that, for some of the designs. So if that ends up happening soon, um, that would be really, really cool. Um, but I think, you know, he's probably got other projects going on that, that are, um, that are taking priority, especially because, you know, 10 years of the LM1, so there are some, some years between, between um, some of the pieces, so. I hope you guys enjoyed this coverage of the LMX from MBNF. If you are new to Life on the Wrist, be sure to follow our podcast, and also if you wouldn't mind checking us out on our website, lifeontherist.com. You can check us out on social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, you name it, we're there. You can just search for Life on the Wrist and we'll come up. Um, and also, if you wouldn't mind rating the show, that would be super helpful for us. And with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and until next time.